Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Three Mile Creek Podcast. Coming at you from a sunny, beautiful, 40 degree day here in Minnesota. Just kind of getting over our last snowfall total. Um, Our last snowfall total, 24 inches, 2 feet. You heard that correct, yes, 2 feet. But here's the kicker, here's the best part of the story. I just got back from... Devil's Lake, North Dakota, fishing jumbo perch and some bonus walleyes. It was a wonderful trip. My brother lives in the area up there, so it's pretty nice to be able to go up and quickly find the fish with him and his some of his buddies. If you're looking to maybe go fish Devils, I recommend you checking out Devil's Lake Tourism on Instagram, Facebook. Nah, they have a website as well. They provide up-to-date fish bites, weather conditions, ice conditions, all the above. I definitely recommend them if you're going to be heading that way. But on this episode, I'm going to talk about my most recent, well, not most recent because I went to Devil's Lake. The trip before that, I went out to the Black Hills in South Dakota doing some trout fishing with some buddies. All on the fly rod. That was the best part about it. We took off. Thursday and Friday of a work and drove out Thursday morning. Um, we actually stopped and fished in Chamberlain on the Missouri River, if anyone's familiar with that. Some beautiful walleyes in there. I definitely recommend checking that out. But the highlight of our trip was getting to the Black Hills. We fished on the fly rod, rainbows, browns, and some brookies. The rainbows were the most common. Um, we had some pretty good success. If you're familiar with the Lake Plactola area, there's a lot of streams that are pretty low right now with the water levels. And the fish, you know, the water's still pretty ice cold. So they're not feeding as heavily as they do in the midsummer, if I'd say. I used basically a the same setup the whole weekend. I was using a Reddington rod four weight with a hatch two plus reel and it did the trick we did a lot of nymphing um, very minimal on the dry flies the nymphing the strike indicators um, dual nymphs on there seemed to be the ticket you know getting subsurface waiting for those trout to be hanging out you know not actively feeding but not turning down the opportunity when you throw that nymph in in their face basically we went out the first day in Rapid City, if you're familiar with the area, and hit up a few local streams that my buddy knew right in town. I mean, we were fishing alongside buildings and parks and golf courses and had pretty decent luck. A lot of, you know, nothing too crazy in size, but it was pretty fun just to kind of get the reps in, getting the cast back. It's been a little while since we're, we've thrown the fly rods, so it was nice just to get everything under our feet. The next day we took off for the hills, which is half hour drive to where we want to go, and chased the rainbows again, and had very good luck. Like I said before, subsurface nymphing, it was just a blast. But here's the kicker. The day before in town, it was 62 degrees, sunny and warm. We were fishing in t-shirts and standing in the streams in shorts. The next day... When we went into the hills, it was a high of 15 degrees, blizzard warning, 
and they were advising no travel in the hills. But we went anyway. And it was well worth it. The pictures, the videos we got of the action was unbelievable. My fingertips were frozen, but when you are constantly catching beautiful rainbow trout, it's tough to not be fishing, you know? If you've never been to the hills, I definitely recommend it. I've been that way quite a few times. I have family in Wyoming, and we've gone to Montana, Idaho, but, you know, I've never stopped directly in the hills to chill. And that is one of the most beautiful places in the world. You think of hills. My definition of hills is a lot different than theirs, obviously, because these are not fucking hills. These are huge-ass mountains, I would call them. They are way bigger than a hill that I'm used to. Um, some of the elevation gets up to 6,000 feet, 7,000 feet, if I read that correctly. We fish Spearfish Canyon, um, Nemo Road, all the way up to Plactola, and it was so much fun. My buddy has family that lives out there, and he kind of knew a lot of these BLM roads that don't get traveled the most, and a lot of people don't want to go off the beaten path and find these honey holes where these big fish are just chilling. One of the things that I was, I brought up when we discussed out there was um, the thought of predators and what, what are the predators out there. There's a lot of deer that, from where I'm used to in southern Minnesota, get big-bodied, big-antlered. Out there, they get to be big. You know, the racks are very nice deer. There's some massive deer out there. But their bodies just don't compare to what I'm used to with all these corn-fed and soybean-fed deer in Minnesota here. But we saw so many muleys and whitetails. Saw some pronghorn in the area. It was just a fun weekend. But back to the predators, I didn't know if there was black bear, coyotes, wolves. What you know? What is there? And my buddy's father-in-law that lives out there, they do a lot of mountain lion hunting. And I wasn't up to speed on this, but you can hunt mountain lion, but you cannot use dogs. And I know some people that do do that out west, and I don't think they would do the mountain lion hunting if they didn't run the dogs. Maybe I'm wrong. But what they do is they drive around on the BLM roads until they find a trail. Uh, mountain lion trail and they follow it they follow it follow it follow it days I, I heard a few stories where these guys were tracking these for three or four days park their vehicle alongside the road and just start walking until basically you corner it and people have success with it I mean and totally taking the the canine factor out of it that a lot of people are used to and I thought that was pretty impressive I don't think I'd give it a try that's just not my style but uh, definitely props to them that second day when we were fishing those rainbows, it was so cold, snowy, saw a few vehicles off the main roads. If you ever get back into the hills and start exploring some of those smaller towns off the beaten trail, you know, it takes a good hour or two to get there from, um, let's see, there's Spearfish, which is one of the main towns out there, and then once you head south from Spearfish, you can pretty much spend as much time as you want just exploring these crazy places 
beautiful places, I might add. The visibility was pretty low because of the blizzard that was going on, but it didn't stop us from traveling around, finding these hidden gems, and it just paid off. Uh, we, we caught a lot of fish. Um, the gear held up besides you know your eyelets on your fishing rods they're constantly freezing when you're you start stripping line and then it comes to a, a spot where it locks up because you got so much ice build up on there it kind of throws a wrench in your system so a lot of setting the rod down and melting that off or busting those out without trying to damage the rod so you spend quite a bit of time doing that but the one thing that was pretty nice was with the shitty conditions it kept a lot of other people inside so any spot that we came across that we wanted, we never had an issue with other people being there or even in the area. If you think a trip like this is in mind for you, definitely hit me up and I'd go again. No, but seriously, if you are thinking about going fly fishing out in the Black Hills and you're not sure what to pack, what to bring with, what's it like, what you recommend, what you don't recommend, I'm more than willing to provide any advice. Uh, information that I can help you out with um, you can send us an email hit me up on Instagram whatever you want to do but I just t wanted to talk about my most recent trip out to the Black Hills um, I'm actually planning on going back here in two weeks because it was a blast and um, I can't believe that I've lived so close to this and haven't explored it before uh, with that being said thanks for tuning in I appreciate you listening, and have a good rest of your day.